Welcome to the Tom Star Podcast. Throughout this podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you some real-life experiences that I've picked up throughout my career in the industry, sharing with you some lessons that I've learned, and hopefully give you some valuable insights on how you can progress your health and fitness and career. So today I want to talk about adapting. So you must adapt to grow, whatever you want to do, whether it's strength building, muscular building, or endurance, whatever your goals are, you have to adapt. All workouts ever created have one thing in common, and that is progressive overload. So this is the gradual increase in weight, in volume, in intensity or frequency, in order to achieve a specific goal, right? So basically, these tiny incremental improvements you make each time you step into the gym or put your trainers on or go to the swimming pool, whatever it is, um, bicep curls, squats, marathon running, Olympic lifting, even yoga, are all designed to progressively adapt and you know improve something. So this is because the exercise that you're doing has to have an adaptive process. It's the whole reason, you know, why we do it. If you're not attempting to improve or progress in some way, um, it's not really classed as, as training. Which is why um, you need to have a really good understanding of progressive overload. So, too often, um, people just attack the weights rack or treadmill with no, you know, real comprehension of why they're doing it. It's like... Um, going to an art class with um, no paint and brush, but expecting to, um, you know, create a masterpiece. So, as long as we have been alive, um, humans have been adapting and will be adapting for um, all of time. But our understanding of this didn't really develop until around the early 1900s. Um, and thanks to an American physiologist by the name of Walter Cannon and a French scientist called Charles Richet. Cannon and Richet were instrumental in our understanding of something called homeostasis. You might have heard of this before. So this is the ability, um, the ability of the body to seek and maintain a stable internal state. Now this can get a bit complicated, um, but like most things, it doesn't really need to be. So it basically means that your body is in balance. So you know when your body temperature is good, your immune system is okay, and you know millions of other internal mechanisms are running like clockwork to keep you healthy. All without you consciously having to lift a finger. So this is homeostasis at work. It's that easy. So for our bodies to adapt and grow, you need a new stress or stimuli, um, like a new exercise or um, a new overload. So this allows your body to improve, to grow. So what does this mean for your training, right? At some point, your body is gonna start to hurt because you're putting it under a new stress. And 
This means it has to repair and recover to become stronger, more robust, faster, leaner, whatever it is. So it is super critical and important for you to base your training around some form of progressive overload to be able to make your body adapt. If you were just going into the gym week after week with no clear direction, without a clear plan, without a structure, you're not introducing your body to a new stimulus for it to be able to, to grow. So this is why planning and prep preparation is so important within um, not just your training, but you know your nutrition as well. Because if you haven't got this um, more effective way of challenging your body, then how do you expect it to grow? How do you expect it to get better, get fitter, get stronger, whatever your goals are? So it's just super important to be able to have some kind of strategic plan around what you are wanting to achieve with your own body. And this can also relate to life, right? So for example, if you're stuck in a, a career which isn't really going anywhere, you're not really challenging yourself, do you feel motivated? Do you feel like you've got things to look forward to? Do you have progressions within your own personal life? Now, it's not always that easy. Sometimes you have to work where you have to work. But for me, I always have to have new progressions and things to look forward to and new um, tasks to you know, really sink my teeth into. And it goes the same with training. I'm always looking to add a new stimulus, add a new um, rep range or a new drop set or, you know, whatever it is. So this completely depends on who you are and what you want to achieve, of course. But um, for me, I'm always looking for, for what's next and where else can you grow within your own personal life. So let's look into a little bit more of um, the laws of progressive overload and what you should be looking for because what a common problem a lot of people find is when to push and when to pull you know how hard do I really need to train to get an effective result and also how much rest do I need to put in to be able to help my body recover and rejuvenate and I've struggled with this previously as well you know not knowing when to to keep pushing through or when to rest and um, you know firstly I should say that you have to learn your body you have to listen to your body and this takes a little bit of time um, but initially you will go through what's called like a shock phase so you'll be really stiff and sore and um, you know this is like the immediate response to stress caused by like a new training stimulus and often there's like a a um, like a reduction in performance that occurs at this phase and it's typically known that the fitter you are the greater the stress and stimulus um, needed to induce that shock okay so this explains why quite often the first session is always hardest for some some people um, how your body reacts will determine um, you know which um, phase you might come into next which I will explain so there's 
a lot of focus in this first shop phase generally it's for you know like a lot of people that are just beginning out in their um process you'll you'll see you know people can't walk for days after they've done the first leg session etc um and then we'll go into a couple of different phases so we have the adaptation phase so this is where your body is able to you know tolerate the stress and now you're um you know at home with your feet up resting but inside there's like a a plethora of biological reactions going on you know hormonal adaptations nervous system and uh, muscle tissue building are just a few that you know will make you a stronger fitter and better version of yourself the next day so it's worth noting that in these adaptations um they are unique to each individual it's again it's a biological individuality and some people you know bounce back better than others you know some people can recover faster than others and some people can hold this adaptation phase for longer so it completely depends on who you are and how your body um does react because at the end of the day human biology is very complex and everybody is different so then we've got the exhaustion phase so this is where you know you're fatigued you're ill this occurs when the stimulus and stress used in training were just too much for the body to handle and you know maybe the the distance was too long the pace was too fast to sustain or you know the weight um was just too heavy whatever the reason you um you just feel beat up and your body is um just broken down so this is a phase you should never visit if you can help it okay um so get in the sweet spot in the adaptation phase is what we want to get people's bodies into um, for as long as possible. Um, so this means you are in good health, you are in homeostasis, and you are progressing with your goals because you are putting in enough of a stress into the body for it to adapt, but not too much of a stress that it is in exhaustion. And we're not just at the start where there is just a shock phase. So have a little think, you know, where are you right now in that kind of phase? How much do you struggle um, staying in the adaptation phase? Um, do you dip too much into the exhaustion phase? If so, that means that recovery isn't good enough. And generally, the reason why recovery isn't good enough is because of a lack of sleep. Some people don't realise how much um, sleep they need to actually recover. So this is an area that you could be looking at. It can also be through um, malnutrition, not getting enough um, vital nutrients into your body um, for the recovery process to fully take part. Um, it could be due to high stress. Uh, if you've got um, extreme stress levels within your life, this can also take an effect um, and put you into that exhaustion phase too often. So. If you are um, a person that's dipping into the exhaustion phase too much, then you should really look at um, how to maximize your recovery process. And actually, it's probably a better um, use of your time to start factoring in methods to be able to improve your recovery to make sure that you can pull yourself back into homeostasis because if you are always in that exhaustion phase your body has not got the ability to recover and grow and respond so this means 
you're too tired to improve your your marathon running time your 5k time whatever it is you are too um exhausted for your muscles to recover and grow um whatever your personal goals are um you need to to really think about getting yourself back into the adaptation phase um and being able to to hold that for a much longer period if you feel like you are in the shock phase this might generally be um early on in your um, physical training career um you might find that you are quite sore for days but this generally is a case of time and just getting your body to uh, adapt to the the new responses that you are putting your body under um and then obviously if you are in the adaptation phase for for most periods of your um your weeks your months your years then this means you are in good health you are in homeostasis you are um effectively in a progressive state which is what uh, we want so that is just a bit of a background of progressive overload and how you should be affecting this into your training um now of course everybody is a little bit different on what they want to achieve but any type of training needs to have some kind of progressive overload unless you just want to maintain and stay still which i recommend is never a good idea so i'll let you decide on on what you want to do next with that so i also want to share with you this famous ancient story um that really applies to progressive overload uh, you might have heard this before, but um, it is a really good way to describe progressive overload. So a 6th century BC wrestler um, who was named Milo was born in the city of Croton. Um, and around that time, there was a lot of successful um, athletes and epic tales of strength, skill and power. Um, so some stories around Milo in general, his... Um, Diet consisted of nine kilograms of meat, nine kilograms of bread, and ten liters of wine. Um, so, these aside, Milo was best known for um, epitomizing the idea of progressive overload. So, the way he entered this was basically he would pick up um, a small baby cow and he'd carry it on his shoulders every single day. And as the cow grew, so did his strength. So days, months, and years of progressive overload later, Milo was able to you know, lift up a full-size half-ton bull onto his shoulders and stroll into town to pick up his weekly groceries. So how would he do that? It's all through the gradual increase of stress. So this is weight in this case. So placed upon um, his body during you know, training. It's the, the single most important component of anyone's training program. You see, Milo started off lifting a very light weight, would be in the cow, and as every day went on, the cow would slightly grow in very small increments, which meant Milo would get slightly stronger in very small increments, and as weeks passed, as months passed, as years passed, he grew into this super strong um, athlete that would be carrying around a half ton of bull. So it goes the same um, in your training. 
you know it takes patience it takes time and it takes progressive overload it's a pretty simple complex when you look at it like that and if you're out there wondering why you're not getting stronger or why you're not progressing with muscular um, strength or um, aesthetic building or why you're not getting faster, why your um, running time isn't improving, uh, why your swimming time isn't improving, you know, whatever it is you're working on, it's because you're not putting your body into a progressive state. And linking back towards the adaptation phase and exhaustion phase if you feel like you are putting your body in a progressive state all the time you might just be dipping into exhaustion phase and that's why your body isn't recovering so like anything guys it's not super simple to to dissect exactly where you are you need to start to learn this for your body it's like anything in um, fitness and health you need to assess your body and see what is working exactly for you um, and, and, you know, change plans sometimes when, when things aren't working right. So it's just really good to understand uh, the concepts of this, which is why I wanted to cover it in my podcast today. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want to find out more about how to work with me, I have numerous Instagram profiles, depending on what area you are looking for. We have at TS Personal Training York if you are looking for one-to-one or small group coaching in a private training facility in York. We have at Tomstar Coaching if you are looking for private online coaching with me directly. We have at TSPT Academy if you are looking to become a personal trainer with us for our training providing services. If you want any more information, please drop me a message or an email at tom at tspersonaltraining.co.uk